welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. Oh, that's right. Now, this is the podcast where we talk about concerns facing you, issues impacting your community. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, and we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is Jay Ra, and I am your host. I am in Out the Way Studio in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, Jay Ron. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studio. I look forward to presenting topics to be discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience. The Hello, real flavor my name is of Barbershop Talk. My intelligent. That is right. And what are you talking about? The flavor of Barbershop.talk? We are talking about uh, bringing that environment from the barbershop onto this podcast. That is our goal. So today we got some pretty good topics. But before we get started, I think I want to introduce our artificial intelligence. And that is Arthur. Arthur, I'm going to ask you to be so kind because I'm going to ask you just go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Arthur. My intelligent far exceed J Rod and KC's. Yo, man, what? What? Why do you always say that? Because it is a fact. <laughs> well, okay, all right, well, fine. Arthur, I'd like to say how much I missed you last week. I'd like to say that, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say that. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to ease up on you, Arthur, because I think you're a pretty cool dude. So you do keep us straight. But if you want to continue to keep saying you're the most intelligent guy, then so be it. I'm going to go with you today. I'm riding with you today. Uh, But, you know, I do want to talk about something today, KC, because it came up in the barbershop. And so I found this short clip. And what it was talking about is paternity fraud. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal right now. Yeah. So this guy has some suggestions. So I decided to uh, play it on our podcast, and then we can give our own perspective on it. Uh, Arthur, are you good with that? All right. If you're not, I don't care because I'm going to play it anyway. <laughs> Take that, you smartest one. And the biggest uh, abuses of child support in itself is not a crime in the United States. A woman can put any man on the birth certificate, can claim he's the father, can allow this man to raise the child for several years. And then if it is revealed that the person is not the father. Nothing happens to her. And a matter of fact, any of the money that he invested in that child, time, energy, money, attention, it just goes to waste. And they just say, oh, you know what? Man up, guy, deal with it. That's just the way it is. Well, we're talking about equality here. The system itself demonstrates that there's no equality here. You can't tell me in the technology that we have today, you can't tell me in the country that we have today that a DNA test, simple DNA test swab cannot be performed on all newborn kids. And the funny thing is, You know who's balking at having this particular type of thing done? Women. They don't want it done. They're like, no, this is not fair. These men should just step up. They should just sign the child's uh, the birth certificate and they should just take care of their duty. Oh, wow. Can you believe that? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pretty deep. And and you know what? I could this brother's not just saying this. It's like this is something he lived, you know. This is personal experience. (laughs) I think he got a a point. Is he talking about me? No. (laughs) No way. Is he talking about me? 
Uh oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's definitely not talking to me because I am not a cheater. That's right. <laughs> so, but he did have some pretty good points, you know. But I was kind of curious about, you know, how often did that happen? How often does females lie about who's the father? Take well, a guess on that. What do you think? I mean, where, where, what do you think? Well, if you base it off of uh, TV shows like uh, Mari Povich and Jerry Springer, <laughs> all the damn time. <laughs> but yeah. we know that that's a, a, a small percentage of what's really going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jerry Springer is a very bad show. Ew. <laughs> okay, Arthur, can you answer that question? How many fathers are not the real father? One in 25 dads are not the real father. About 4% of men may unknowingly be raising a child that really belongs to the mailman or some other guy. <laughs> to the mailman? <laughs> he carved the loan out of this. <laughs> but the thing is, they said uh, one out of 25 dads are 4%. And that's quite a bit. That, that is. is. And, and we're definitely going to get into that. I just don't understand why Arthur got to pick on that profession, though. You the know, man, <laughs> it, 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 it can be the delivery guys these days. Yeah, yeah. It used to be the milkman too. The, milk, the milkman was pretty good. <laughs> so, okay, now I think it says. Uh, oh, wait a minute, Arthur. Oh, Arthur, want to say something else? All right, go ahead. With modern methods, the truth will become known more frequently. Oh, so it sounds like me saying this four percent may be low right now. <laughs> it may be a little low. It, wow. it got to be low because that four percent is on Maury Povich, <laughs> and I know there's more than just what's on Maury Povich. I, I think you're right. It, it it does seem pretty bad, but that brings me to a uh, it brings me to another question. I mean, if they're lying, it isn't. Isn't it lying? Is it illegal to lie about who's the father? Uh, I just want to know. Just say, Arthur, can you do some research on that? In a paternity fraud case, the judge may hold a person in contempt for lying or falsifying information about the paternity test. When this occurs, the judge may issue a contempt order, which can result in criminal charges. Yeah, but how often is that? Well, not too often. I'm going to tell you why. Okay, I'm listening. Because the female always has that qualified. I think he's the father. <laughs> so, Excuse me. <laughs> as long as he says, I think he's the father, uh, then, you know, judges say, well, y'all know each other? Yeah, I know her. You know, I mean, I took her to Taco Bell one night, you know. <laughs> well, well then terrible. that's it. <laughs> that is terrible. That is terrible to say. But that right. gets her off the hook from saying, you know, I'm just throwing somebody out there I knew damn well wasn't the father. So, so, okay, so the, the, if the girl says maybe. Maybe. <laughs> then he's talking about, but, but it seems like this is a real problem that females are saying fathers are not, are the fathers, and they turned out not being the father. In fact, uh, you remember 3177 days a week? Yeah. Yeah, it happened to a friend of his. Oh. Yeah, it didn't happen to him, but it happened to a friend okay, of his. Okay, good, good. And, and I believe that the, the child, I think was, you know, it didn't turn 18, but I think the child was maybe two or three years old. For, her, for his friend discovered that he was not the father. Right. And it was very upsetting, not only to him, but to his mother, because she was a very good grandmother. Mm -hmm. Being a grandmother to a baby or a child that's not her grand her granddaughter. Right. So that was kind of bad news. And all the money that he dumped into that child, mm -hmm. and they dumped in a lot. 
In fact, I think they even let the girl move in with him for a while. Mm. And none of that was recouped. Yeah, I, I remember there was a famous case where that happened. And, uh, you know, in fact, I think they, uh, no, they didn't make a movie about it. They made a song about it. I ain't saying she a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> 18 years, 18 years. And on the 18th birthday, found out it ain't here. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I get that. I get that. But you know, some, you know, there should be some type of remedy that kind of eliminate this fraudulent act. Yes. You know, because I, this is what I think. I think this is a remedy for it. I think a requirement should be made on if every baby is born, there should be a DNA test done to establish the mother and the father. What do you think about that? Think that'll work? Uh, yeah, I agree with that. However, hmm, you said every baby. Every baby should have what a DNA. If the mother and father are married. Well, they still got to do it. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> now, now there's gonna be some cases that was some happy homes might not be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a good point. I, let me think about that. Baby, I bought all this new stuff for our baby. Yeah, and, uh, uh, what? Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> that could be a problem, but I don't care. I don't care. I, I, you know, hey, you don't care. no, I'm pretty sure that, that laws have been established to uh, maintain harmony in society. But I think this is a must. I think that the the father should take a DNA test. The mother, well, the mother, is probably, you know, it's kind of obvious that she's the, the mother. But I think the father should. And if if he's not the father, then well, I guess he will destroy a happy family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Okay, so yeah, that could be a problem. But still, I think it has to be some type of remedy. And right now, oh. I, I can't think of anything else other than uh oh, wait a minute, I got it. I got okay. it. I got it, got it. Suppose. Uh-huh. Suppose if they take the DNA test, right, right, but they only can get the outcome if they're requested. How's that? If they request it, yeah, that's simple. That's simple. That would well, be, of course, they're gonna request it, it's still gonna be ugly. <laughs> yeah, why? Because if you had to go through the process of taking the test, you'd be like, Well, what's the results, doc? You know, I mean, you're expecting to know, but you're gonna be like, Hey, what's the results? You know, I'm, I'm not expecting anything crazy. Well, okay, but but you're saying, Okay, 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 well, they, they gotta be some kind of my, uh, some kind of deterrent for it, for everybody wanting to know the results. All right, okay, let's do this then. Let's do this. Okay, let's say that they don't release the DNA test to the parents unless they request it and have to pay $500. There you go. Okay. There you go. So, <laughs> go ahead. What that was. Yeah. Get him out of here. Okay. No, 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 no. no. I'm okay. You know, see now, if it's a happy home, and it's gonna cost five hundred dollars. Shit, no I ain't way. paying that. Yeah, no <laughs> way. That's my child. You see that child? No, I know that's my child. You know. Okay. All right. Now, let me make sure I got this right. So you said like, if, if they cost somebody five hundred dollars, uh huh, they're like, man, I'm not paying that five hundred dollars. Yeah, that kid is mine. So, and yeah, if you ain't thinking nothing's going on, exactly. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? But now, if you think. I just don't know about this woman. I mean, you know, I have some doubts. 
then you might fork up that $500. But you ain't forking up that $500 without some doubt when, you know, you married and you ain't suspecting anything. So, 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 so money's the issue. So the $500. I think that, I think if you're going to require that all married couples' babies be tested, uh, have DNA tests. That's right, DNA tests. Yeah, I think it's appropriate to say, but the results going to cost you $500 to see. Okay, so so let me show I got your your this right, Casey. You're saying that if the father's saying, "Look, I know it's my baby, so there's no need for me to pay that five hundred dollars." Right. So we all good. We all good. Let's go home, baby. Now, Why this baby got green eyes? <laughs> <laughs> so the baby got some green eyes. You start questioning. You might fork out that five hundred dollars. No, no, I mean. no. We still all good. I ain't questioning. You know, everything's good. It, you know. Because okay. you know a, a child can change from the time it's born to you know the next couple of years how, how it appears. Yeah. See? But I'm saying if you already had suspicions about the woman before the baby come along, uh, all right. You know you okay. might uh, you might fork up that five hundred dollars. Well, I tell you what, you could do this too. There's an option. Okay. It could be a man to say, look, there got to be some other ways other than DNA tests. So Arthur, Arthur, or suppose if it's a cheap guy like myself, I don't want to pay five hundred dollars, but I think I might have been dealing with a hoe. So, oh, wow. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Is, is this just a guy and a girl that's together, or this is a husband and wife? Because which, which, you know, that's a different. Uh, well, you know, I didn't say me personally. Yeah, it's not personal. I'm just saying. I used that for an example. <laughs> My wife is a queen. All right, now, but let's find out. Okay, Arthur. Talk to me. Determining paternity without a DNA test? Date of conception. There are ways to estimate date of conception, which can be found all over the web. Okay, that's cheap. Yeah, well, we can figure that one out. Yeah, I can do the internet. Baby, I wasn't in the country when you got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? You know I was stationed in Germany? Oh, <laughs> now that is pretty funny. That is pretty funny. But we do know that uh, we can look up to the conception date on the web, which is cheap. All right, got to be another way. What else? Eye color test. An eye color paternity test shows how eye color and inherited trait theory can be used to help estimate paternity. In limited cases. What? Yes. What? That, that can work in limited cases. What, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, let me show sure I understand this. It says that an eye color test uh -huh. is that... I mean, who did they talk about? Now, I'm, I'll be honest with you. All the babies I have seen born in my community come out with dark eyes. That's why I say it's limited. Because within our community, you only going to know if that baby is not yours if them eyes don't look right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I now, in other cultures, that might be useful. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, okay. Let me be. Okay. You know, let's find out. Arthur, give me some. Uh, uh, is it true? No, okay, no, I'm not gonna answer that because I did have I, I have heard that you know Caucasian babies are often born with blue eyes. So or is that true? born? Yeah, well, that's that's what well, it is. I mean, they, and they have blue eyes, right? Well, let's find out. Arthur, tell me about this. Is it true? It is true that Caucasian babies are often born with blue or gray eyes that can change over time. Oh, oh, you hear that? Yeah, it says it can change. It says blue or gray eyes. Now, if you pass some gray eyes, that's pretty obscure, if you ask me. That's super But the scary. eye color's changing. They're like chameleons. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> All right, so let's find out. Why does it change? That's a good question. 
This is because they're not born with the amount of melanin that they'll eventually have. It develops over time. Yeah. Well, okay. okay. See, well, that's, that, why, that, that's that, why we don't have to, uh, we don't understand that and can't relate to that because we have the melanin. Yeah, we got a lot of melanin. <laughs> we got a whole lot of melanin. So I guess we don't have to worry about that. So I guess they're developed theirs over time. But isn't that so? Okay, but there's some cheap alternative, right? It says the conception date, it says eye colors. And of course, I know I have heard in the past that there was a blood test. So that has to be true. So, Arthur, is that true too? Blood type test. That's right, the blood type test. Right. Now, the blood type, that can't prove that you are the father, but it can prove you're not the father. So, uh, you know, the, the baby's blood type is going to come from the father. So it can either put you in that circle or put you outside that circle. Okay, I get and it. And that's what the blood test is going to do. So it's not the definitive word, but it can say you definitely can't be if y'all have different blood types. But if y'all have the same blood type, you could be or you could not be. Okay, I get it. Now, I always carry around with me some spare AB positive blood. <laughs> I just do. I don't. I ain't saying I just do. <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. I, I think it's one one test on here. Uh, there's one test that he didn't mention that I think is a, a true giveaway. Because see, because when a mother lets you know that you are the father, mm-hmm. what you really have to do is listen to the laugh. If it's a giggle, then yes, you're the father. But if it's an evil laugh, <laughs> I got tricked, J. Rod. That's a shame because it should not. <laughs> if you hear that kind of laugh, <laughs> if you hear that kind of laugh, you going to chick chain with you. <laughs> That's funny, and you are <laughs> so you do. Okay, okay, gotcha. All right, all right, okay. So, matter of fact, <laughs> let me do this. Is that uh, uh, I just think it should be some type of remedy. For uh, in today's society, yeah, because there's too many episodes now where uh, women are thinking, truly believe that a certain individual is the father, but have multiple partners, right? And she's just hoping in her heart and just make an honest mistake and, yeah. and say you are the father. Well, I, I, I agree. I think all all babies should have a, a DNA test, yeah, to I determine uh, paternity. And now, but you're gonna have some issues that come along with that because. Well, Okay, the baby's there at the hospital. Yep. But the dad might not be there. So uh, how do you that's a good how do you uh, rectify that? That that's a that's a good one. Okay. That that's a good one because you're right. Because like some people may disappear on purpose. Or our son just may not show up. But this is what I think. I think we, we almost got a remedy for this one as well. Is where uh, the suit has to be filed or has to be filed against that individual. And when the suit is filed, you have to send out a summons and complaint. And the summons is to notify you that you have to appear to court. And in court, they will order that that testing. That's what I think. Okay. So that'll get people uh, to respond to other people to disappear. And if you do not show up for that court date and you have been properly served, then you lose by default. Yes. Now, what's that? What kind of time frame are we looking though? If, uh, yeah, that's in a, order for Because here's another scenario that goes on. It's common. All right. When she got to fill out that birth certificate and it says who's the father, mm-hmm. and she puts June bug. <laughs> well, they might have difficulty finding June bug. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? That's and true. And uh, you know his last name? Yes. 
Bug. <laughs> well, I, I, I think that, that I think our DNA test should be way yeah. if the mother have no idea. Yeah. She said, "I don't remember that guy's name." If he doesn't know the, if she doesn't know the legal name, well, if she doesn't know the guy's legal name. Well, well, in order to file suit, you have to. Have I mean, because she can know him. Yeah, Yo, okay. it's Joe Bug. I'm telling you, at the pool hall, right? But no way. yeah, he he always there. No way. <laughs> That's where we get it. No way. Uh-huh. On the pool table. No way. <laughs> Three times. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. All right. But if you don't know the father's name, I don't care if you don't know his legal name and you cannot give the proper information to uh, send a summons, mm-hmm. then you just disqualify. That's right. You, should not be That's allowed, be you shouldn't be allowed to put no nickname down on her. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no um, nickname. Yeah, that, that's terrible. That is really. But now, terrible. should she get some kind of time frame to try to find out his real name to be able to uh, uh, hold him uh, legally responsible? Well, I guess they can. They can put that in the law. I guess they can put yeah. write that in the bill that she has. They allow her so much time to locate this individual. Uh, but I do know for a fact, in a lot of female cases, when they don't know, they're gonna be sitting here just doing this. So I think there's going to be some instances in which I don't think the uh, the female's trying to be fraudulent about who the father is. Oh, come on, man. But, but she just might not be 100% sure. So in those cases, I think they should move Maury Popovich or Jerry Springer show into the courthouse. Give me, give me, give me, women. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Now, what if a woman claims a man is the father, and it's a man she ain't never even slept with? Then this is what he should say. Take a hike. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Take a hike. But I'm saying, should there be some repercussions if she fraudulently put somebody out there? For example, there's some woman in Kansas. She hears my podcast. Likes my voice. Like your voice. And then she says, oh, I'm pregnant. And the father is KC. Wait a minute. You did something with her? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. She, I'm in Indiana. She's in Kansas. Oh, well. But she puts me down on birth certificate. And we know it's a lie. Should she be held accountable for that? I, I think if she put you down and she knowing that it's untrue, that I think they should go back to uh, you can't be able to file a, a fraternity. Or not, I'm sorry, a fraudulent case against her in court. So I think that should be, I think that should be there. <laughs> what? Oh, ladies, calm down. Y'all, y'all wouldn't do that, would you? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. But I do think they should be held accountable because the purpose of this is really for the child to try to identify the true parents. Sure, you know? correct. So I think that, uh, I think if, if there is some accountability on a female who's trying to intentionally uh, commit a fraudulent act, I think that she should be held accountable for that because at the end of the day, it is for the child. And and let me just say this. Some of the things I say are in jest, obviously, uh, but I'm not (laughs) hating on women. And I I firmly believe. Shut up! (laughs) Shut up! That all men that have a child not only have a uh, legal or moral responsibility to support them financially, they also are obligated to be an integral part of that child's life and raise that child properly. Well, I, I agree. I, I agree. And if men stop having these 
attitude is that uh, women are objects. We probably be in a little better shape. And women, I have to say this respectfully, you also have to be responsible. You know, don't be going out on this first date and just laying down with somebody. Uh, this is the only area where I'm going to ask you to be a little bit old fashioned, you know, be a little bit selective. Because remember, is that that could be the potential father of your child. And if that person don't meet your qualifications, don't lay. Now, this is that. the older Mary J. Rod talking down. What are you talking about? But now the young teenager J. Rod, he's just like, hey, don't listen to that guy. Might be. Well, well <laughs> I have grown. <laughs> All right, so with saying that, I want to go ahead and take a little pause here because we're going to recognize our sponsor. Uh, again, uh, uh, we also request that you uh, maybe download some of our sponsor music off of Spotify, um, Apple Play, and et cetera. Uh, he is King Cap. He is a very talented young man from Indianapolis, and he is dropping the cuts, and we love to play the party in Miami. Hey. It's a party out in my head. That's right. Again, if you want to go ahead and order or download any of his music, please check Spotify. I mean, his this hits are the latest hits. I want to say that that is a party party sound, and this particular uh, album is a little different than what he did in the past. But I guarantee you will love it. So again, go to Spotify and download his music. Also, this this uh, recognize our sponsor, which is also owned by King Cap. Out the Way Studio here in Indianapolis. They also make custom-made T-shirts. That's right, custom-made T-shirts and other apparel. So if you'd like to make an order, just go ahead and email him at King Cap and King Cap. Cap is with a K. King K I N G Cap K K A P three one seven at gmail.com. Absolutely right. Now also, I want to go ahead and recognize our second sponsor. Our second sponsor is 421 Barbershop, located in Indianapolis, Indiana, on Michigan Road, where good things happen to your hair. So if you want good things to happen to your hair, come on in and see any of our master barbers. I will tell you, we dedicate it to family. We keep a clean environment, and, a, and it's user-friendly or environmental-friendly for kids and children and adults. So come and see us again at 421 Barbershop on Michigan Road, located in Indianapolis, Indiana. Let's party. This was a theme song about a month ago, boy. He brought them all out there. <laughs> he sure did. He brought the coronavirus out there. He didn't bring the virus. Oh, he's the virus was following the people to the party. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. He just said the music. I do have to say that his latest album is really off the bomb. I've been following this uh, young man for quite a few years, and he just get better and better and better. And this album. This album you cannot miss. So again, you can download his music on Spotify. All right. Hey, you brought some news to me, Casey, that was a little bit sad sad me today. Yeah. Um, well, I regret to inform uh, Pacer Nation that today uh, Bobby Leonard, Bobby Slick Leonard, longtime coach and announcer for the Indiana Pacers, uh, has died at the age of 88. Wow, because what I remember most about he was the, the Pacers coach, but I also remember him going, boom, baby! Oh, yeah, he coined the phrase. You know, uh, he was the Pacers' first coach. Uh, he led them to three ABA championships. But even before that, a lot of people are not aware of the fact that uh, he was uh, an all-state basketball player. Uh, he led IU to his first national title in 1953. 
he also played in the NBA. And uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, and but the thing that I appreciate about uh, Bob Leonard more than anything else, whenever I'm watching a Pacer game and doing well, I can't, I can't quite put my finger on what's going on. The other announcer, you know, he gives you stats and statistics, and then they turn to Bob Leonard. And in a very casual and uh, laid-back way, he'll say, what we need is for this guy to rebound more and this guy to guard this particular guy, and we'll have this game. He would always zero in on exactly what the key to that game is. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, he had a real talent for that. I'm a person that considers myself much above average in terms of uh, basketball acumen, but I know I could never touch Bob Leonard. Bob, I love you and we'll miss you. We would definitely miss him. It seemed like the crowd would miss him too because they gave that applause a little bit, a little bit prematurely. Uh, but again, I'm going to let our audience show their um, appreciation. Give it up for Bob. And truly, he will be missed with the Pacer Nation. All right. Well, with that being said, I guess uh, uh, that is going to take up our time. So I'm just going to go ahead and sign off. First of all, I'd like to say thank you. Thank you very much, listeners, for uh, listening to us. Is that we would not be here if it wasn't for you. You know, we do like to talk about the issues in the, in the barbershop and bring a lot of laughter and fun. Uh, I just want to bring out this personal thing, and I am going to turn it over to uh, KC. All right. Well, I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast. I would like. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, did, I did hit that uh, hit that technical difficult button. I think it may be a little bit because of. Please uh, tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop Talk Podcast, on all the uh, your flat pack pop uh, 